0: Welcome back to like a two-edged sword podcast. I'm your host, Felix Dayabas. And, um, you know, I'm going to be missing my wife. (laughs) Missing my wife being with me here on this podcast. You know, she was my first guest. She's the one that was uh, on the very, very first episode after my testimony. You know, I didn't start start this podcast by myself. But uh, I started off with her giving her the space to share her devotionals, the holiness devotionals that uh, she, she's she been sharing with us for the past couple of weekends. You know, it's always uh, different whenever you have a guest, especially if it's your spouse, where you both can share insights of what the Holy Spirit has given you and share with anyone who's listening. So for today, I would like to talk about Evangelizing is it okay to evangelize in the streets the way people are doing it nowadays? Um, so for those who don't know what evangelizing is, it's like preaching the gospel outside of the four walls, you know, not just like inside of a building, like people do every Sunday morning. People go out into the street that they, they preach the gospel to people. Some people make uh, like services or yeah, like uh, in tents, like I don't know what the right word for it. They're like big, giant tents. But um, <clears throat> evan- um, evangelists, they are mostly guests in churches. You know, from time to time, there are a guest at a church where they tend to go to a particular church and then they just preach like a special guest and they preach for that uh, Sunday or two Sundays and then uh, they move on to another church or to preach wherever the Lord calls them to. So many evangel- uh, evangelicals or evangelists, I'm sorry, nowadays, when you hear them preach the gospel in the streets, there's videos on YouTube. You can watch those videos on YouTube. You can uh, watch watch the way they go about sharing the gospel to people. And now... So many people that I've heard from Friends here at school That highly disagree the way they do that Even some professors That disagree the way they Go about sharing the gospel And some uh, I believe some friends at church too I'm not sure I think so I, would, I wouldn't like to get ahead of myself there So uh, disregard that part But Is it wrong to go about the way this uh, evangelist shared the gospel? The way they do this is when they they go out to the streets, they preach the gospel, but they also preach repentance. They tell the people to go and that they have to repent of their sins and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior so that they may be saved. You know, and... uh, I have noticed that so many people focus only on the bad things or their disagreements uh, with whatever this uh, these evan- evangelists say. You know, there's a uh, the church has been divided into two two sides: the conservative side and the progressive side. As we know, the conservative side tend to look legalistic in the eyes of the uh, progressive side of the church and the progressive side tend to be very liberal and to the prog- to the conservative side the progressive side tend to look like heretics so the progressive community or church Churches, as I would like to say, the progressive churches have. I have known a couple of people. I have met some could uh, some progressive um, Christians, where they highly disagree the way uh, people evangelize. They think it's wrong. They think it's not loving to talk to people about repentance. Some do not believe in repentance and preaching repentance at all. I have got into a discussion. With someone before where they actually thought that it was nowhere in the Bible where you have to preach repentance into the world. Which is very, very like, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I I seriously couldn't believe it. Like, I had no words for it. I still don't. I don't have words for that. But this is what uh, evangelizing mostly Mostly evangelists do This is what they mostly Preach about And so many Christians now Don't agree with it You know, we go back to the scripture We do have uh, Paul Preaching repentance, you know, to the people But that does not mean That uh, preaching repentance it's, It's hateful So this is where you have to Realize what loving people Really is It's loving people caring for them and letting them letting them stay in their sin as long as you don't preach repentance and offend them? Or is loving people preaching repentance and asking them to change because you do not want them to one day be apart from God? And I do want to share a scripture. This is going to be Luke 5, 31 to 32. And it says, Jesus answered them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. You see, it's not wrong to preach repentance. You know, it, we must need to repent before we give our lives to Christ. You know, we need to repent of everything that we do, because we can't, can't keep uh, living in sin while we pretend or while we call ourselves Christians. And uh, repenting, as everyone knows, means to turn from, turn from. So you turn away, you turn from sin because you become a new creature. You become a new creation in Christ. So when you have, because as you know now with everything that I've been saying, I do believe that it's the right thing to do for with. And I agree with the evangelists that go out into the streets and preach repentance because nowadays you not you're not gonna be able to keep everyone happy. Nobody can be happy. People are always going to be to get offended. You know, people with time have grown into becoming real sensitive with every topic that we talk about. It's either someone will get triggered, someone will get will get mad, they will call you hateful, they will say that anything that you're saying is hate speech. Because they only focus on the surface of what the topic is. Nobody wants to have a dialogue anymore. Nobody wants to know why I believe this. Why you? I I don't want to know why you believe that. It's just an example. I do want to know, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> you know, like pre- when people hear repentance or repent, you know, you must repent because. Uh, there is a place where I don't want you to go, an eternal place where I don't want you to go. And Jesus doesn't want you to go. That person right away. They start focusing when they said when you first say repent, that's where they stayed. They just stayed in that little area where the evangelist says repent. Because you've been doing wrong. Because uh your ways are wicked, or the, the Bible says that your ways are wicked you know cuz i i seen these pastors uh evangelists in the streets they do use scripture they read out of scripture and people are getting offended people get offended just by the scripture alone you know it's not it's not the words of the evangelist but straight out of scripture or just repeating or paraphrasing what the bible says and a certain scripture i have seen videos where these uh, poor men of God have been getting attacked. They have been getting spit on. They have been uh, they have been breaking their little their little stands where they the corner stands where they are preaching from. Uh, at one point, they stole uh, one of the preacher's microphone. They broke his speaker, and he began preaching without the speaker. And um, you know, I do not believe. Then when people give their lives to Christ, you know when uh, someone uh, preaches to them about Jesus, about the gospel, in whatever manner it is, you know the Holy Spirit uses that person, you know because eventually we, as the church, as the body of Christ, we are typically just vessels that uh, we seek to be to we seek other people to be like us and follow Jesus. You know, Or to be more like Jesus actually But um, The thing is that we are not perfect Evangelists are not perfect Pastors are not perfect Just because people preach repentance Doesn't mean that they are perfect But they want you to repent So that you can also follow and pursue A life of righteousness You know because they don't want you to be lost They want you to seek eternal life You know because there's that gift That Jesus gave us already we just have to simply accept it. You know, I want to share a verse, which is 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for searching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. For reproof. For those that don't know what it means, it means to re- well, for, to rebuke. And then it says right after follows, For correction. You see, like, uh, one of the biggest thing is that people believe, uh, some Christians believe that it's wrong to preach, rebuke, or to rebuke. Because remember, demons are everywhere. Demons are in the streets. They're using everyday people. People don't know that. But us as Christians, we know, we, we should already know that, right? So people, evangelists, they go out, they go out and preach the gospel. They rebuke, and then they correct, you know, those people. They tell them repent, you know. Jesus died for you. Some people don't like to stick around to li- to listen to the to the evangelist or to even finish watching a video where they start talking about the love of Jesus and telling you how much they Jesus loves them. You know, some of us that uh, some of us that well, not us because I don't consider myself someone who. Disagrees With evangelists But some people that disagree with evangelists After watching the video How much they go through How much uh, How much judgment That people Throw their way Because they are judged While mm-hmm. people are telling them As uh, Preachers That they're the ones judging them While they're being judged Right but it's very it's very ironic, you know You go out to the street, you preach People are telling you that you're judging them But they're judging you at the same time When are you doing just reading out of the Bible? You know, so many people don't like They disagree with the evangelists They don't even like to finish the watching the videos They don't like to even wait until they talk, start talking about the love of God And I don't even think people even have the patience To stick around Those people that judge the uh, evangelists, those Christians that disagree with evangelists, I do not believe that they will even have the same amount of tolerance that they do, because of the things and the videos that I have seen. I even question if I, I myself would even have the same tolerance. You know, I'm like, Lord, I know you're using these people, because whatever they're speaking is straight out of your Bible, but their fruits. Shows that they really love these people because they could have left the moment someone spat on them. I saw a video when someone was preaching under a building in a corner, and from one of the second, third floors, someone threw like urine or some urine, urine or water—I don't know what it was—from the second or third floor, and he stayed there preaching. I would—I myself. Oh man, I don't know what I would have done I would have gone home, I would have been mad and disappointed Maybe even sad at the same time But these people show By their fruits That they care and that they love The people in the world Those people that are lost And sometimes it's necessary To preach repentance And to correct them And then preach the gospel of Jesus Christ You know We have churches in every corner In the United States, almost every corner where a pastor can tell them about the everything else, you know, uh, to even get to establish a relationship with them and walk them through this walk, you know, of in Christ and lead them and talk to them about the love of Christ and also repentance in a more in a different manner, but evangelists. They they don't have the time to establish relationships because they move from corner to corner, from state to state, city to city, continent to continent, country to country. And I have seen this, you know, so they plant they're planting the seed and some people start questioning and people I've seen where people start asking questions. People start fighting with them and then they get curious and they start asking questions. And this is how you know the Holy Spirit is working. You know, they might establish a relationship only for those moments. You know, start talking to them, and and later on, it's their own choices if they want to seek a church and congregate and learn more about this Jesus that died for them, or they can just continue doing what they're doing. But that's like, whenever the evangelist says, "I did my job," it's my my time to move on. You know, like the Lord uses people in different ways. We can't expect for the Lord, for everyone to just be doing the same thing that a pastor does. That's not the only calling out there. You know, the way you think you're doing right, it's not the only way. There's different ways, and I have seen, and there's a video evidence all over YouTube, if y'all want to go ahead and check it out, where people have given their lives to Christ, even through just a message of Repentance. People go to schools and universities That is the saddest thing that I have seen Guys, that is the saddest thing that I have seen Because it's so full of people who hate Jesus So many universities, secular universities Full of people that hate Jesus Attacking the evangelists Calling it hate speech It's just sad And I just, I wish... I had the courage that they do, and I wish that the Lord one day might use me the same way. You know, if it's in a in a building, having, pastoring a church, or if it's evangelizing, if it's a missionary. You know, but I just want to have at least half of the courage that those evangelists have. But, you know, going back to the topic of uh, establishing a relationship with a person. You know, we don't know if they do or do not. I personally would say that if they do not, it's not bad because they planted the seed. They were used to plant the seed. But most likely, they probably get their phone number or they will probably redirect them to a church or encourage them to attend any church, you know, that they might know from wherever they're at. I'm pretty sure they have uh, connections anywhere, wherever they travel, you know. And uh, I would like to... Mention one of the channels that I do like to watch a lot on YouTube, and I highly recommend those people to watch this uh, man's channel. The Lord has used him in great ways, where I just can't explain how this man has gone to places where it's very, it's so dangerous, and he just goes in faith and just completely trusting the Lord. You know, so many people can say that they have faith in God and they walk by faith and not by sight, but they limit that. When it gets up to a certain thing, you know, they they put a limit. They're like, um, okay, I don't know about this. I'm just being precautious. They call it being precautious. But this man seriously went to Mexico. Mexico is big on, um, on uh, worshiping La Muerte. Over there they call it La Santa Muerte I do not see anything That is Santa Or saint about it You know it's an idol For those that don't know La Muerte It's a It's a Someone that they worship It's mostly like death Or the Green Reaper You know that's what it is And people from even cartel members To everyday Civilians uh, Worship this Muerte you know, this man went over there to Mexico and preached against it. He preached the gospel of Jesus Christ and rebuked that. And little villages and and uh, areas where it's that muerte is highly praised and worshipped. He even came out on the news over there because he w- he was in a dangerous area. And he did not care. Because he knew who was with him. You know, he knew that he was protected by the Lord. People almost literally—they almost—they—they uh, uh, they almost got on him. A group of people. There was a man that almost got on him and almost hit him, but he just moved from there and continued preaching. You know. Well, uh, this YouTube channel—it's called Torch of Christ Ministries—and I really highly recommend for anyone who's listening to go and just subscribe to this channel. It's amazing. This guy goes everywhere. Everywhere, from New York to the White House and preaches outside the White House. He uh, goes to other countries where it's very dangerous. He once went into a village where they had slaves, a whole family as slaves and working for them. He paid to free them. And uh, he even helped uh, them start a little business so they can have money, you know, make uh, some sort of income. And, uh, man, it's just amazing, you know. This this man really cares about the people. He really cares about their souls. And that's the thing that we need to focus on. You know, we need to focus more on the eternal more than on just the physical. The physical will fade away. People, and especially progressive Christians, care so much about the physical, you know, about hurting people's feelings. When the intention is not to hurt people's feelings, you know, the intention is to... Open their eyes and make them realize that there's there's so much more than just what's in front of you. There's a life that it's eternal. And this life, it's it needs to be used to get to that goal, to that eternal life. And the only way we can do that is by accepting Jesus as a Lord and Savior. And when we do accept Jesus... We need to realize what we're doing wrong in our lives And we need to stop doing that We need to turn away from that sin And we need to turn to Christ It's not right to encourage the sin in a person I know so many uh, progressive Christians And this channel, as you all may know It's called like a two-edged sword Because the topics that I talk about in this channel Is simply topics that It's just topics that might really trigger people not my intention is not to trigger people, but people might get triggered. And topics, they, uh, everyday topics of things that happen around the world today that I highly disagree with and that I do not think that is biblical. I believe it's not biblical. So so many progressive Christians encourage homosexuality. They say that it's lo- not loving of conservative, some conservative Christians to preach against it that we're not showing love towards the homosexual. When in fact, more love is shown is showing to the homosexual by preaching repentance than those who are encouraging it and saying that it, love is love. You know, here in Oklahoma, we see some churches that have the LGBT flags outside. And it's simply like a slap to the face, you know, to everything that Christ did for you. These are people who are supposed to be theologians. They have gone to school and studied. And yet, they let the world come into their lives and just twist every belief that they were ever taught. Everything that they had ever read in the Bible. And now they encourage this sin. You know that it's... Highly praised in the world today It's very... It's being encouraged From Disney shows It's being encouraged to... From Disney movies It's being encouraged in every movie now There has to be uh, Homosexual uh, characters That's making it look like If it's a normal thing And it's not It's not normal It's... We must love the homosexuals and we love them. That's why there's such thing as preaching repentance cuz we want them to one day be in front of God in, in a good way, not in a bad way, not to be judged and sent and be departed from forever, but we want them to be facing God, being on their knees and just praising the Lord forever and ever. You know, and it's very it's just very heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to Think, or to see that these people really think That loving them Is accepting their sin And uh, believe Right away that because As conservatives Because we do not accept homosexuality That we hate them And it's something that they throw out there It's hate that we're showing hate And that's a big lie You know But uh May the Lord bless them May the Lord Search their heart and remove anything that is not to his liking. May he send the Holy Spirit to convict each and every one of those people, especially those that know better, those that encourage it. So, for those that uh, who lo- would like to talk about it, those that have disagreements, like I said before in the previous in the previous devotional that we had with my wife, um, you all can send us a message through our Facebook page. Fire in our eyes ministry. And uh, just send us your questions. If you guys have a question, if you have a disagreement, send us a disagreement. If you have a, a, a text, a Bible verse that you want to share, that you think backs up your disagreement. You know, I do not want to debate, but if I do accept correction, I am so firm in my stand that I believe with all that I am that... It's not right to encourage this. It's in scripture that the Lord is against it. He calls it an abomination. And in order for us to show love to these people, we need to show them the way of Jesus and what Jesus taught those that were sinners. Well, thank you, everyone who listened. You know, this I have to get used to this uh, doing podcast on my own. I started off, like I said, with my wife. (laughs) I got used to it right away in those days, doing it with my wife. But I know that with time, I'll be getting used to it. So thank you, everyone. Those who were listening, God bless you. Have a wonderful morning, day, afternoon, or night. (laughs)